got music now. Welcome back to Colorado Can. We did another episode. Look at us. Look at us. Look at it. We got two in. This is the start of two. Started two. Started two. Uh, as last, starting to though. Starting to uh, into twenty twenty. I, I mean, I know we're only one episode and fifteen so seconds in, but I think we can make a run at podcast of the decade for the tens. I think. I think we got a chance. This is a. Uh, your host, Jacob and Justin Morrison, two JMOs making their sense of the world and as we see it, um, as very wrong as it usually is. Justin, how are you doing today? Oh, well, you know, doing all right. You know, I just had a thought. We're starting our third decade here. I squeezed in at the last possible <laughs> second, but you know, you had a few years running. I, I was I was 19. five when uh, the world was supposed to end Y two K and all the machines were supposed to go out. You you didn't you didn't use machines back in the little ninety nine baby. Yeah, we're heading into our third decade, and uh, probably going to be the worst one yet. Oh, you're talking about we only can go up, and the world's going can down. We? It could go a lot. We can go up. Well, we're going to have a great decade in general, though. Probably the world and uh, everything around it. I'm confident. Well, dude, when you hit we'll rock bottom, okay. when you hit rock bottom, only way to go is up. In the world right now, we are we are past rock bottom. We oh, are yeah. down in a trench. I the world you know. the world should end in 2012. Yeah. Maybe it did, and this is just all simulation. And no, it started in 2012, and now Ooh. it's still getting the repercussions right now. That's that's what it a is. thought. Yellowstone's Man. coming. I'm just can't wait oh. to see that volcano coming. From I'm me. so glad that we're in the blast radius of that. 100 percent because. We'll hear like a shake, and <laughs> then like, it's hey, over. It's then it's coming. gone. We're done. It's coming. You won't even, we won't even have time to think about that. Like once Yellowstone finally decides to erupt, we have like what five seconds? Before? Yeah, that's a good five seconds to go. Hell yeah! And then you know <laughs> it's finally over. <laughs> we are not suicidal. We love this planet. We think it's gonna be great. But, but dying in a super volcano explosion also sounds badass. Pretty metal, bro. That's pretty it's metal. pretty pretty metal, bro. <laughs> So today, uh, we didn't have much of a objective last episode. Um, we're going to dig into what we like to call our can of worms, where Colorado can, and Colorado can do cans of worms. 100%. Yeah, say that 10 times fast. I will um, And we figured the best way to you know give our thoughts and opinions uh, would be to pick a topic each week um, as kind of a rough basis. Like, we like to ramble. We're storytellers more than anything, so uh, the opinions of... JMO and JMO do not represent the feelings of the show <laughs> or the true events of any stories we may tell. But, you know, if we're going to talk about top gives us a loose uh, kind of guideline to go by um, week to week and just see what we have to think about it. Loose line, ride it hard. Yeah, it, ride it hard. We would ride it hard. Um, first week, um, we're a Colorado podcast, Colorado can. So why not talk about this beautiful centennial state? Colorado can do Colorado. 100% we can. So we want to talk about the uh, things we like, things we don't like, um, and just what it's like. We've been here, me, 24, you, almost 21 years, um, three decades. Like you said, we've been here for three decades. That's, That's not the matters. whole time. We were, we were, we missed out on a majority of Colorado. Oh, yeah. No, it looks better the less detail you add on that title there. Yeah. Let's just – but we're doing Colorado, what we like about Colorado. So I'll let you start. What do you think? How do you? What are your thoughts on Colorado? <laughs> oh, geez, you're pushing me off hard on this one right here. Colorado, 
We got a state. We the one thing state. I do appreciate about it is we're in actual shape. Yeah, we can draw it. We we're can not draw it. We don't need to do crazy territorial lines. No, we know where we are. We're a big-ass rectangle right there. You know where we're at. That's it's one great a, thing. I mean, it's not a cool-looking state by that standard. I don't know what you're talking about. You look at us and you add a little color to and all how we look. We are a weird state. We got deserts. We got mountains. We got mountain deserts. Well, we got we... forests. It's a weird laid out state. Yeah, but the shape itself. Like, we're no Oklahoma. We don't got no panhandle. Uh, I was thinking more Virginia. That's... Or, uh, is there a minute? single straight line on the Virginia border anywhere? I think on the top. On the top? You can pull up a map. Nah, I'm going to pull <laughs> If up you're a listening, map. pull up a map. Uh... <laughs> And tell us if we're wrong. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it's not like Minnesota's got a cool cool shape. Okay, one, one interesting thing about being in Colorado Native I never really realized is with our, us growing up, we never went to any of the big tourist areas of Colorado. We went to Casa Bonita. I've never gone to Four Corners or the Sandians. It's cool. I, I've never been to either of those, except whenever I meet people from out of state, they always give me their checklist. It's like, I need to go to these places, Colorado. Here, 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 here. And they'd bust that out and, like, few weeks i'm just like i've lived here 20 years almost 21 never once have i decided you know what today's the day i want to just bust out all that tourist sightseeing i don't know if that's just us or if that's well, just i mean i've been to a few of them and like there's definitely more to see in colorado than what you'll find on like travelocity top 10 things oh, yeah. you do in colorado um and i i did i need to correct myself i said four corners was cool uh that's a dirty dirty lie the actual <laughs> area it's very underwhelming because it's just like they have a isn't it like a little plate there and yeah it's they like, have hey, a little plate and they're like you can step on it you can be in four the... states and you're like that's it that's all you... they have a cool little shops you can step on it uh, i've seen a lot of people do weird shit on it so uh well, you know touch the, it at your own discretion the we don't coolest part is that you can put all four limbs in it and then like if you do it right you can moon canada so take oh, that canada and mexico if you like just taint to the borders <laughs> um but uh, the area around it, like Mesa Verde and everything, that's cool. Like going and seeing the uh, the old uh, buildings and stuff oh, in the yeah. cave. That's that part's awesome. Um, no, but then of... with the, except with that, I've never done all the big tourists. But as you said, I have a thousand places. I'll merely go. Oh, you yeah, you can go there, or we can go on my checklist. The places I have found, very few people know about, and I think they're really cool. My yeah, favorite but... still is Fulford Mines, just going up in that area. It's right near where we grew up. Mm -hmm. Just all this area up there. And you can find just old houses, old log cabins, just old stuff up there. Keep it lost in a cave. Oh, very lost in die. a cave. Die. Oh, 100%. Attack by bats. You can easily just die up there and no one will find you. Except, you like know caves. what? That's part of the fun. <laughs> Is it part of the I don't like caves. Caves scare What, me. you don't like getting lost? I don't like getting lost. That's like one of my top 10 do not do's. Get lost. See, my one of my top 10 do do's is a. He <laughs> <laughs> said do do. Is go up there, get <laughs> lost, and just find your way back. That's or, a day. Or, yes. That's a day right there. Or it becomes a week because you can't find your home, and then a month, and then you die. Ah, I, I'll just make a house there. Screw it. All right. So you like, so you like that there are touristy things. But there's a lot more to do if you there, actually There know is at. a lot more to do, and I think we've done a good job, at least especially around where we grew up, of finding those. I mean, some of the most beautiful camping spots I've ever found, I didn't find them. My friends taught me, but I know where they're at. I can get to them. 100%. <clears throat> some of the most beautiful places in the state, I think, in my opinion. Um, but you can't find it on Travelocity website. And then you also don't have to deal with tourist mm -hmm. uh, traffic and all that fun stuff. Everyone go up to see the colors. You know your own spots. Yeah, you go know up where there to, and watch the colors on your colors. own. Uh, one of my favorite things about Colorado 
is how again like kind of how beautiful it is but we also have a great like good history here like lots of things have happened in colorado we've had a lot of bad people here. we've had a lot, of bad, a people. lot of bad people we have had a lot of good people though and this is one of the stories i want to tell have you ever heard of uh rattlesnake kate no she's one of the most badass humans ever started right here in greeley colorado right right little neighbors little <laughs> little cow smelling neighbors and I'm going to read this whole uh, thing here, a little reading by uh, J.M.O. Jacob. Um, so kind of bear with me. If you have questions throughout, let me know. But this is a story. Oh, yeah, we'll let you know. This is a story of one of my favorite Colorado folk tales. And this is 100% true. Like, this is a legit story. But she's kind of immortalized in, like, kind of not the Old West so much. Um, it was kind of that early 20th century. But, like, it's just, like, you hear the story and you're like, no way. This is, like, a John Wayne movie sort of thing. So... A little bit of water so I don't get caught up. This is the story of Kate McHale Slaughterback. Great name. name. Great name. So, Kate McHale Slaughterback. We'll go by Kate for the rest of the story. Was born in 1893 and in her early life was very uh, was known for wearing pants instead of dresses. And she loved shooting guns girl. and working hard. Yes. Uh, an independent lady. Kate was progressive for the time. She married and divorced several times and had been trained to nurse and as a taxidermist. Rumor has it she was also a bootlegger. So Kate was living large back in the early uh, So 20s. you just explained to my dream girlfriend right now? Just wait. Oh, just hell wait. Yeah. On October 28, 1925, Catherine Mayle Slaughterback was with her three-year-old adopted son, Ernie. While they were on horseback and heading towards the lake near farm in Hudson, Colorado, after hearing what sounded like hunters, Slaughterback hoped that they would find ducks left by the hunters, uh, but instead were over. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, but instead were over a hundred found over a. Oh my goodness! You're a great reader right I, now. We so, need to redo this every week. This is so small. No, we're not. <laughs> Maybe. Um, they were hoping to find ducks left by hunters, but what they found instead were over a hundred migrating rattlesnakes. A coming right towards them. So Kate, being the strong, independent lass she was, fired the bullets of her twenty-two Remington rifle until none remained. She had disturbed the snakes, and soon Ernie, Kate, and the, house, and the horse were surrounded. So she fired off all the rounds, and there were still, like, a shit ton of snakes. You gotta expect those are snakes. They're kind of hard to hit, even in swarms. Yeah, but I, she took out quite a few with the twenty-two. <clears throat> Worried about Ernie and her horse, and with nothing left in the gun, Kate grabbed a nearby sign, ironically believed to have been a no-hunting sign, and began killing the rattlesnakes one by one until they were dead. Just smashing them over the head, stabbing them with the stake. According to Kate, I fought them off with a, a club no more than three feet long, whirling constantly for over two hours before I could kill my way out of them and get back to my faithful horse and Ernie, who were standing, uh, staring at me during my terrible battle not more than 60 feet away. All total, she killed 140 rattlesnakes. That a girl. And, like, you can see the picture here. She's got them all lined up. Like, this is there's all the snake skins and everything like that. Um, the story immediately spread like wildfire. And according to Kate, soon a newspaper reporter came and had me string 140 dead rattlesnakes on a wire and have a photo taken. The story of her bravery earned Kate national notoriety. Reports of her snake-killing story and photos emerged, and the incident earned her the nickname Rattlesnake Kate. Kate was a lady of many talents, 
and someone who uh, did not waste anything. Prior to the incident, Kate had taken a correspondence class from the Northwestern School of Taxidermy in Omaha, Nebraska. She was also proficient at sewing. Putting both skills to work, she used a fair amount of the rattlesnake uh, skins and rattles to create a one-of-the-kind flapper dress with matching boots and accessories. That goes around to going in 2020. Mm-hmm. She made herself a yeah, flapper she, dress she made herself, out of all the snakes. And here's a picture of it. It's pretty fucking well put together. So well, the story, we know how to do stuff somehow oh, with what we have. It gets better. <laughs> According to Ernie, uh, the little boy, the little adopted son who life was saved by this badass human, um, said that Kate wore the dress to a few parties and supposedly wore a dress while she danced on top of Tavern Bar in Juarez, Mexico. Kate, you like to have a good fucking time. All right. Can you imagine going to a bar in Mexico, having some tequila shots, maybe a margarita, and some lady in a rattlesnake dress gets up on the bar and starts dancing? See, I can believe that until she would also uh, quote that she killed every single rattlesnake that went into making that dress right there. I think she did. I don't think she killed all in the migrating, but... But yeah, that'd be... that. I mean, how are you supposed to approach a girl like that? Like, you want to... Like, maybe not... You go up and like, hey, like, this Hello, is a really cool. I'm dr- a sub. Oh, uh, will you please <laughs> yeah, be my? Will you please be my alpha? Please take care of me. Please take care. You're of a me. pack leader. I will listen to anything you say. I don't uh, think just there's let me uh, be around your presence. There's really not much you could say to a girl like that and get her number. We like, hi, I like your rattlesnake dress. Please don't kill me uh, or strangle me in bed. Um, let's see. Three weeks before her death, Kate donated the dress to what they called the Greeley Municipal Museum. She claimed the dress was patented in that she once had an offer from the Smithsonian. Thank you. You're amazing at English right now. S's are hard (laughs) Um, to purchase a dress. She died in 1969, nice, um, at the age of 75. At her request, her headstone in the Platteville Cemetery where she's buried reads Rattlesnake Kate. And now a surprise interview by Rattlesnake Kate. You can't hear her right now, but you know she's here. She's here. She's, she's here. here with us in spirit. I want rattle. I want that tattoo. Rattlesnake Kate, just like Remington twenty two Remington. Yeah, have fun trying to find a girlfriend with that on your shoulder. Don't worry, baby. We don't need protection. Rattlesnake <laughs> Kate got us. <laughs> so I love stories like that from Colorado because you don't get. You know, I mean, there's probably we're some... also the state that killed Doc Holliday. Yeah. It wasn't. It, it was, was no kinda... man. It was our entire state. That well, put in work to kill him. It was the doctor who told him to come to the dry Hey, climb. hey, hey, no. Let Colorado have the credit here. We're the one who took him down. I don't want to take down Doc Holliday. No, our dog's Doc named Holliday's Our dog's named after Doc Holliday. Yeah, no, he's our hero, but we're also the state that killed him. Did you know he was a super racist? Oh, I bet. Everyone was. He hated Jewish people. Oh. That's, that was what the, uh, him and Wyatt Earp had a big falling out because that girl um, that Wyatt Earp married, she was, she was Jewish. Huh. And Doc Holliday was fucking heated about it. See, look, Colorado, we're all about equality. He took him out because of that. I wouldn't say we're all about it, but... Um, and yeah, we're so that whole, that whole scene in Tombstone where Doc Holliday, or uh, Wyatt Earp goes and like... Oh, no, plays. he died alone. Very yeah, sad. very, very sad. Very sad and alone. Which makes sense. Shouldn't be racist. Uh, if you're listening to Colorado Canyon, you take anything from this, uh, don't be racist. Don't be racist. <laughs> or you die alone in Glenwood Springs. Yep. I mean, there's other ways you can die alone in Glenwood Springs. There's a lot of those. There's a lot of those. Glen, I mean, Glenwood Springs is a cool... I really like Glenwood oh, Springs. Oh, it's a good place, but there's a lot of ways to die alone in Glenwood there's Springs. There's a lot of... Yeah. I mean, imagine going up to the adventure parks and just, like, falling off the slide and no one hears you scream. So, apparently, for my senior graduation party, they went up to uh, the park up there, and they apparently had this maze where it literally was just a bunch of boxes with very minimal light you'd have to crawl through. Yeah, I've been to How'd that, that get approved? 
physical. I wouldn't. No one cares. Yeah, fair point. They do They're up on the you. top of a mountain. Who's going to go check it out? <laughs> well, what happened? They, we don't know. They just take the parts where people die and chuck those down and replace it with more plywood boxes. What do they have to do Adventure Park? Do I have, to, I have to go up that stupid gondola? Oh, that gondola. And, uh, it's... It's a great time. It's a good time. But if, if you're ever in Glenwood, try it out. It's expensive, but try it out. They got a good gift they shop. They got laser tag. They got a really good gift shop. I got a piece of quartz crystal there that I still have. Pretty neat. Pretty neato. Oh, really? Does it give you good I, Does it give you good vibes? I just like Does the it rocks. go good with I'm your sign, buddy? I'm a Scorpio, so no. I don't think Scorpios are big the on The fact anything. that you knew that kind of hurts me right it's now. It's because every time I tell someone I was born in November, they're like, oh, we're, you're a Scorpio. We're never going to get along. You're uh angry and a liar and i'm like well maybe if you didn't treat me like that i wouldn't be angry i'm gonna say is with all the sign stuff i stare at stars a lot because in colorado there's a lot of places you can go and just stare at the stars they've oh, never told me thing. they've never told me jack shit i've never looked at the stars and they never guided me in any way the uh, stars have not determined my birth or what i'm going to be and they've sure as hell have never helped me through fucking anything the, except for where to go or when i want to go north the stars did tell me uh, a few things once I was laying down, and I started seeing double, and I was like, oh, they're telling me I'm hammered. That's cool. <laughs> That's a neato little trick there. They're spinning. Are they shooting stars? Nope. It's a lot of fireball. <laughs> there you go. A lot of fireball. Fireball will do it to you. Stars are good here. We got good stars. Not maybe much front range, but Front range not as good, because up in the mountains, you'll be good. Just get away from Vale and Aspen. I mean, if you get a far enough away from the valley. Good there? I got a bit of a cold. You're struggling a bit here. You're lucky that I can talk. <laughs> I woke up this morning and I sounded like Darth Vader. Colorado can fight through a cold, apparently. Well, Colorado can. <laughs> Colorado, Colorado can. Colorado can. Colorado can power through it, buddy. That's what Coloradoans do. Um, let's see. What else do we like? Well, talking about migrating snakes, well, one great thing about Colorado is all the stories you hear about wildlife doing just wildlife things. You don't hear many places. People who always come up here are like, oh my god, look at all the deer. It's like, fuck you, deer are fucking rodents. I hate deer. Just massive rodents. Like, they took on our mom's car recently. Well, you love okay. deer. She, mom hit the deer. Yeah, except still. She's that's not going to like that we were no, telling this on That's the thing, though, about show. deer. That's the thing about deer in this state, though. It's like, oh, I want to see deer. It's like, yeah, until they're in your headlights. Like, the amount of time I've almost hit deer, anyone who's in Colorado, the amount of times you almost hit deer just makes you hate them so much more. And it's like, oh, look how majestic are. It's like, nope, he's going to be paying on pavement somewhere because those guys just love to cross roads at inconvenient times. I had a fox once. Really? Yeah. I just ran. It was like a suicidal fox. It just ran right under the tire. I didn't have a chance <laughs> to move. Yep. Yeah, but that fox, fox that tried to make, uh, make friends with Buster. When we lived in Crested Butte. Buster is an old dog of ours. Yeah, we lived in Crested Butte and our old dog Buster made friends with a fox. He also made friends with a porcupine. Yeah, he did. Was, he, he did really go in for that porcupine. Yeah, he was all swollen and it was it was sad, but it was he looked funny. <laughs> Mountain lion viewings everywhere. Yeah, those are always scary. Uh, with the wildlife, I, one thing I don't like is the people who come here and the natives that don't understand that those are wild animals. In 100%. fact, like uh, we were driving through Rocky Mountain National Park, which is fantastic, great oh, national park. But there was a couple moose. Are you talking about when that entire traffic stop was happening? Yeah, there was moose? a traffic stop, and like I get it. I would. It's Rocky Mountain National Park. You're not trying to go through there for speed. Yeah, definitely stop on the side of the road and take pictures. But don't get close to the moose. Yeah, do moose not. are scary, angry animals. <laughs> There's no reason 
And, like, these families were, like, taking their kids up to them and, like, within, like, 30 yards. It's insane. And those are fast creatures. People don't yeah, people forget. they're sprinters. They are fast. They don't look like it, but they have that stride length. They can get to They can them. get going. I mean, they're huge, too. There's Massive. pictures. They're, like, the size of a garage door. And they got those long legs. They're like Lamar Jackson. They take three steps, and they're 80 yards closer to where they wanted to go. Um, they're stupid, though. You have they're to do practically what, blind. You basically just have to stand behind a tree. But there are no trees. And you think that three-year-old's going to know that while he's getting charged by a mama well, moose? Well, there's another video. It wasn't in Colorado, except it's very. it shows what happens when you get close to wildlife. That one girl who went up to a bison. <laughs> and remember, it fucked her like 10 feet in the oh, air. Oh, that was a great video. Okay. Oh, that she A little girl got... Yeah, it was a great video. She it was a great life, video. Except just like, that's wildlife. You got to respect it. You do not go up to wild animals and expect them to treat you like a dog. I mean, cats don't even treat you nice. No. And those are domesticated. I hate cats. But besides that, uh, with the moose thing, I was telling him this weekend while we were getting uh, breakfast, is uh, not many people know this, but orca whales are natural predators of moose. Yeah, this surprised the hell out of me. At bre- I, almost, <laughs> I stopped eating my omelet. I was like, no way. <laughs> And he was like, Yahweh. So this is very true fact, but one of uh, another natural predator of moose are orca whales. You may think, why the hell would a uh, moose ever be in a position to get taken down yeah. by an orc? Except you're up north. There's a lot of snow, and there's also a lot of creeks and rivers and things you got to get by to get to the food. Moose are also actually amazing swimmers. Are they well, not amazing, amazing swimmers? They're, they can they swim. They can swim pretty well. They can, if they're really neat, they can dive down, get some food down there. They also cross massive spans of water to get to other land masses. And if I was an orca whale and I just see a four legged mammal trying to swim across there and I'm like I can take that thing on, hundred percent you're gonna go eat that thing. Orca whales are mean too. They're not mean they're they're, just... they're some of the meanest animals. You know no, what they do to playful. Do you know what they do to baby whales? Alright, that's for predatory reasons. Yeah. In case you don't know, uh orca whales, if they see like a humpback whale and it's little baby They'll distract the mama whale to take the baby whale and pull it down to the bottom and drown it before they eat it. I'm not sure if you know this. Whales can stay under. I know, but this is for the people. Whales can stay underwater for a long time. You know how long it takes to smother a baby whale underwater? Probably hours. And these orca whales are doing it probably with a smile on their face because they're sociopaths. That's why they're killer whales. And... They just drown it, and then they, they could eat it. They could very well eat it, but no. They wait for the bubbles to stop. Well, you know, if I was eating, I would much prefer my food not to struggle on me. Not, not to thrash? Not to thrash, you know. I don't, uh, I don't think I could drown a baby for food, honestly. Honestly, I would just... Orca whales. Another thing, you learn from Colorado. They're not native here, but just so you know, really? orca whales... Really? There's no orca? They're... they're they're terrifying creatures. You must respect them. One thing I love about Colorado, don't have any orca whales. 100%. <laughs> don't have plus. any orca whales. No orca whales, no alligators. I hate alligators. Honestly? Don't, yeah. don't have to worry about those. But then again, mountain lions are terrifying. Yeah, but they'll usually leave you alone. Unless yeah, they, what, they need a 99% in their head, like 99% chance to take you down before they attack. Mountain lions... If you're with a group, we'll leave you leave you. Alone. Except though, if you think about the mountain lions are practically just laying crocodiles because with sentient crocodiles, if you can't see it, I mean, if you can see it, then you're safe. Same thing with mountain lions. If you can see it, you're good. You're probably safe. Except it's when you can't see it, you gotta be scared. Yeah. 
Because crocodile's gonna come up and bite your leg and twist it off. I'll do that. Mountain lion's just gonna jump up behind you, just bite you and claw you in the jugular and take you out quick and easy. Unless you're that runner up in Fort Collins and you beat Fort Rock. There you go. That's how you represent. That was a great story. The uh the guy running up by horse to reservoir gets attacked by an adolescent mountain lion. Still a mountain lion. Still a mountain lion, but not and a full grown. And they didn't say child, adolescent. Adolescent. It was a teenager growing up. So that's why I probably attacked. I didn't know any better. Um, no, he was just overestimating himself as teenagers do, you know? I mean, he probably saw him run around in short shorts and was like, yeah, I could take this I can guy. take that. But, yeah, he, got, he clawed it down. He, like, strangled it and hit it with a rock and killed it. Yeah. Did you hear people were pissed about that, that he killed the mountain lion? Yeah, no, people would, you know, you just can't satisfy people. You know, you hear, oh, a jogger dies from mountain lion mauling. It's like, oh, no, man died. And it's like, oh, a jogger who was attacked by mountain lion kills off and kills it. Everyone's like, oh, you shitty person for killing it. No one's going to be happy about that story. Yeah, that's true. But he got it. Glad he's still here. So I'd be great if we can get him on the show. Colorado can defend themselves from mountain lions. Colorado- Adolescent. But still mountain lion. Yeah, Colorado, <laughs> depending on the age, Colorado probably can't take out a mountain lion. Um, <laughs> so stupid. Another thing I love about this state is you get a lot of, it also could just be the area we grew up in, except you get a lot of cool experiences just growing up in like Eagle, Colorado. Up there you just got cool experiences. Like one I would probably never do again, except I always think it's a cool thing I've done once, was bailing hay for a fundraiser. Oh, yeah. That was always like, fun. Doing something like that, like, just the state gives you opportunities like that. I mean, other states also have fun. Oh, yeah. Except but... just, like, where we grew up. It was, I just like the idea where for fundraising, you can actually just go have kids do out. And, yeah, you can do the argument of, hey, that's child labor. Shouldn't extend is, except volunteer we also, work. we volunteer for it. They didn't say you have to do it. They said, hey, if you come bail this hay, we get money for the team. And also, it's the good workout that will count as practice for the day. Yep. This and is yeah. wrestling. Um, lots of good That's wrestling. We've talked about state. us wrestling. That's true. They don't, maybe, well, maybe we have new listeners. Welcome to the show. If this is your first time, this is our second, so we're in this together. We're good very for us. much in this. Um, something I don't like about Colorado. Um, it's so hard to get around. Oh God! Like maybe not so much front range because everything's kind of close, but when you're up in the mountains, because there's there's one road, there's mountains in the way, like. Uh, from our hometown of Eagle to Aspen, as the crow flies, it's like 30 minutes. Oh, no. It's far right out. there. But then you got to drive all the way around, unless you're going up uh, over, you know, different passes and dirt roads where people don't know how to drive, which is my next thing I don't like about Colorado. Um, it's so hard to get around. like Because of the people. Because of the people, and it, there's just no place to put roads. I can't wait for Elon Musk to finish up those underground tunnels. Yeah, because then I get to go flying over Vail Pass going 100. No one's yeah. going to care. Under under Vail Pass. You'll go under Vail Pass. Oh, dude, I'm still going to go up on it. Come on, that's the fun part. That's true. You could drive it, but you could also you know go through the tunnels and be in steamboat. That's for all the people who don't know how to drive it, because that's... There's a lot of people, even people with native Colorado tags <clears throat> and license, a lot of them still do not know how to drive Absolutely. over Vail Pass. The it most is... frustrating thing in the world is someone's driving up in the left lane 15 miles under... And they have a stupid native sticker. I'm a native. I'm a native, and you Learn don't know to drive, how to drive. Come on. Mm. What are you doing in the left lane? As a left lane driver here, I will say, when you get to Fail Pass, if you've never gone over it before, get to the right lane, get the lay of the land, do that five times over, maybe ten, figure out how it works, and then maybe experiment in the left. Until then, 
please do not make me almost rear-end you because you come out of nowhere with your 20 to 15 unders. I'm flying up the pass trying to get back home. Yeah, it's absurd. And, I mean, the transplant drivers as well. I mean, if you see California plates on the passes or even on, like, I-25 in the interstate, forget about it. You're going to take another five minutes off that drive. (laughs) Yeah, looking at you, California. Looking at you, Texas. Sometimes Montana. Well, fun fact about Colorado here. Well, most Colorado people know we have a natural rivalry with California. It's a natural thing. The one I never knew was uh, Nebraska. Hates Hates Colorado. Yeah. And the reason Colorado doesn't know about this is the exact reason why Nebraska hates Colorado is because they just say Colorado is the better Nebraska, scenic-wise. Like, we just have more everything Nebraska has. Mm-hmm. And I never knew about this, and that's the exact reason they hate us. It's like, yeah, you never hear talk about it in Nebraska. It's all up in Colorado. And then you ask a California person, and it's all up in California because, yeah. you know, everything's better in California, everything's right? Better. I mean, they do have good Mexican food. They do have good seafood. I would say one thing I don't like about Colorado, we don't have a lot of like defining meals, you know. Oh, we really don't. Like you can go to you can go to Boston and get a hell of a clam chowder down by the packy. Uh, you can go to Texas and get some barbecue, you know, y'all. Good barbecue. Like here you get green chili. Green chili. We got really good it. green chili, but there's no like Colorado dish cuz you can get green good green chili in like New Mexico, Texas. Favorite part about going to a different uh restaurants just around here is like oh here's our colorado special and every single one's different the only similar thing is green chilies and i feel like they just misunderstood what we said when we said we have good green chili yeah <laughs> like, that's literally just a pickle chili right there and we that's do, not really a specialty we do have a good like western omelet which is very much nascent wide but i think relatively originated around here do you know why they had train workers yeah cheap. the train workers just like biscuits and gravy it used to be a sandwich. It used to be. It, w- it wasn't used to be an omelet. They'd put the eggs, they put all the peppers, ham, and everything, and then put it on toast, and huh. then give that to the workers, and then no pay and no other food the rest of the day. Terrible yeah. living. That situations. food was their pay. Food. You get to welcome live. to capitalism. <laughs> Hell yeah. We um, feed one free meal a day. That's <clears throat> capitalism. That's your paycheck. But most most thing Colorado's. We got good food, don't get me wrong. Like, y'all have a good restaurant, a lot of good breweries. Oh, yeah. We, we're killing in the brewery department, and we'll get to our uh, beer tasting later. But we're one of the capitals. For, uh, but that also means that the people coming here think they can come here, make their, make own, their beer. own beer, and it's oversaturated. We have an oversaturated, Very oversaturated. beer saturated. Like, every guy you talk to now is like, oh, yeah, I have my own beer. Uh, I took a few eyelashes off a homeless person. That's my special ingredient. Uh, I call it I call it home lash. I make it in my uh, toilet at home. Like, come on, dude, leave it to the professional. And I know we shouldn't say leave it to professionals. We're doing our own little podcast. Well, because we're the consumers, we like good beer, and we're telling you your little eyelash beer ain't shit. Home lash. ain't never gonna be shit. <laughs> I like my name, home lash. Home lash. Yeah, because it's a homeless person's eyelash. You're really proud of that. I'm very you? proud You're of. Very that. proud of. I was very proud of my home lash idea. Oh God. Um. But uh, good stuff. Good, good, good breweries. A lot um, of dreamers come into the state, and they it's never leave. Fucking obnoxious. They never give up. Well, it's like Portland. Like oh, all the uh, we are not to there yet. So not we're yet. getting there. We're, we're getting, getting there. All the uh, artists were like, "I'm gonna go here. This is where artists go to become famous." And then they don't. And then they are homeless. See, at least nothing. ours is more productive with just people growing their own pot and making their own beer. We do have legal pot. And there's 
pros and cons to that. Neither of us really partake of the devil's lettuce. Um, you know, a lot of people do. A lot of people that probably shouldn't anymore. And it's obnoxious that people, every time we tell them we're from Colorado, and they're like, oh, do you have a, do you have the doobie on you? I'm like, no, like, no, nope. no, we're sorry. That's not everyone. Thinks. Well, the biggest one, too, is like when you're out of state and you're like, yeah, I'm from Colorado. And they're like, oh, you got any on you? Like, no, because I know I'm going to get pulled over later yeah. and I don't want to go to jail. Yeah. One thing we don't like about Colorado, every time we leave the state with our Colorado plates, we're at a, what and we're at a 420 percent higher chance to get pulled over yep. every time i go up to wyoming i'm scared i, I go exactly the speed limit because i know if i do a single thing i'm gonna full cavity search absolutely because i have colorado plates oh yeah i went to lake powell this uh beginning of summer this year and while we're up there you know i met a bunch of my high school buddies and we we're just camping up out there uh, we go up to Good Breakfast one day. We're coming back. I forgot what we're buying. Like I think I want to go get try to see how to get my fisherman license there because I always had a guy coming around and checking to make sure you weren't doing that. So mm -hmm. I was just playing it safe. And as we're driving back, I'm always just checking speedometer because I'm a backseat driver at heart. You know, I don't want to die at someone else's hands like that. So I'm checking that, and one of the park rangers comes up behind us, puts on his lights, and he pulls us over. And we're like, "Oh, what was up, sir?" And they're like, comes up, he's like, "Oh yeah, you were going uh 15 over." So we're just going to check, and I see out the I'm back seat, and I just see the other guy in his car comes up and just starts scanning through the window, looking yep. through all of our Absolutely. stuff. And I'm just sitting there the entire time. My buddy's freaking out a little bit. They're not freaking out, except, you know, I don't know how many times he's been pulled over, except it's never fun to be pulled over out of state, especially when you don't know what you did wrong. And in this case, at the end, he's like, I don't know what it is. And at the end, they just gave us a warning, let us go, even though it was 15 over and 35. So if we were going 15 over... Probably should give him a ticket for 15 over. That's reckless. But then I remember looking at the speedometer. He was going two over. So just, wasn't speeding all. He was just pulling us over to check. Yeah. You it, can say, oh, that's a lie. It doesn't happen. No. It happens. It does happen. It can happen to all car drivers here. Remember, if you're going to be out of state, hide your stuff for really good. Or just don't carry just it with don't you. Just don't carry it. Don't, don't cross state lines. <laughs> Don't cross state lines. Stay line. in our little haven. I mean, you know, rectangle of Colorado. Sober up and then leave. And then please. We don't. We can't pretend. Leave. We can't defend you from sea bears. You know, we end up. <laughs> we end a circle, but we are a protected rectangle. Good little. A lot of things are legal SpongeBob here. reference there. I appreciate that. Dude, all of the sea bear. That wasn't a circle. It was an oval. <laughs> uh, another thing I like. Uh, we get. I think we get good representation in like mainstream media. Like, we got South Park. I mean, oh, obviously... South can, Park's fantastic. Like, that is accurate. I love South Park, because it's like, it's South Park, Colorado, and they have the Broncos on there all the time, and it's like... It's obviously way over-exaggerated. No one in Colorado Except it's is true. like... There's a lot. Like, when that when they brought the Whole Foods in, and everyone started acting all uppity. Yeah, that's about where that's we're about at now. That's happened. Yep. <laughs> Thanks for that. It shows very accurate representation of what happens in Colorado. Um, with just a big bit of hyperbole. We got a, one of the best comedy movies ever um, <clears throat> was filmed here, Dumb and Dumber. We're going to Aspen. And a uh, little bit for the listeners, don't go to Aspen. Not, I mean, unless you're willing to spend $300 on, like, toast. Don't go to Aspen. <laughs> uh, fun fact about that, um, they didn't film it in Aspen. They couldn't no. get the – it was in Breckenridge. Yeah. It was all the Breckenridge. Still in Colorado. Though. Still in Colorado. Still in Colorado. Uh, another Jim Carrey movie, Colorado-based, uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Uh, Crested Butte Mountain. Crested right Butte Mountain. They've based the mountain that the Grinch lives on 
off the represent. Obviously, it's a cartoon, Doctor Seuss, but they use that kind of idea of Crested View Mountain. If you're like, if you haven't seen it, look up a picture. Um, it has that little like hook to it. Really cool mountain. Uh, really good ski area. Um, but they use that for the How the Grinch Stole Christmas, which we actually watched the other day. Yeah. Great, great Christmas movie. Oh, and talking about How the Grinch Stole Christmas, let me tell you right now, that is the greatest heist movie ever made and ever will be. Because <laughs> you watch that movie, and Rick and Morty had its own episode about this. Heist movies are 90% about getting your heist team together. Ocean's no, 11, How the Grinch 12. Stole Christmas didn't mess around with that bullshit. It got you to the sweet and good stuff. It built motivation. It made you cheer for him. It made you show why you should hate the Who's. With good reason. It built up the perfect motivation, and guess what? One night he already had his crew, because guess what? True crews never disappear. He Max did. was always by his side, and in that night, as a motivated man, he went out, he made it happen. In four hours. When four he got hours. kicked out of the who Hoobalee or whatever, he had four hours to get his whole plan together. He did it. He did it. He did it. And he would have pulled it off, too. And there was no. He nicks. had it pulled off. He did it. There like, was no Nick's of like, oh, you got caught. Because one time, Cindy do you think she was ever going to report the Grinch? No, she's a who. She's going to be like, oh, it's the Grinch. And Hi, she, Grinch, and go back to bed and no she matter what. liked the Grinch. 100%. I mean, if she, he was going to get caught by any of the who's down in Whoville, best one. Best one. Because she was like, hey, I'm sorry about what happened. You're still my boy. Big trust. Woo woo. What are you doing? And he's like, Taking your Christmas tree. Taking your Christmas tree. And she's probably like, you know what? That's fair. That's fair. You want help? <laughs> so, right there. That movie, it showed you what a proper high should look like. Yeah. I mean, I do like <laughs> the Oceans movies. I've never watched any of them. Oceans 11's good. It, All I know it is, is like the... a security camera with balloons. I don't... Yep, 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 yep. That does yep. happen. Yeah. Um, But 11 guys is way too many. Way too, many. way too many especially Someone's when you talk especially when you have to build your entire crew within the time period i'm telling you max do you think max would ever back down no on the max there? was a boy max he was the dog a boy was... sure there was no room christmas... for betrayal sure he listened to christmas music when the grinch was gone can you blame him we all have our guilty pleasures we let christmas go to the dogs that was for that was his song you best Good bet i enjoy mariah carey at least two out of the thousand times i hear it a year. i don't i don't i hate that song See, I, I, enjoy, I said it. one or two times a year, I will enjoy it. That's how I be a Grinch in Christmas, though, is I put on the most obnoxious Christmas songs, and I go all out with them, just to piss off the people around me. I'll just play uh, the hippopotamus one, like, over and over and over. <laughs> <laughs> I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. I didn't hear that one this year. It's a good one. Yeah, it's I'm really going to Very, very fun Christmas after. tune. Kind of late, except, you know, it's worth it. I mean, we're still in December. It's December 30th right now, so... We're in that weird interval of Christmas to New Year's. Like, it's that weird... You're coming off, except you come on, come on. Keep that you have, high. You have no idea what day it is. Except in, like, with most people, had to go to work. I've been going to work the entire time. It's I've just a weird... It's, it's just a same. weird time. Um, <clears throat> absolutely. Uh, back to Colorado. I have another thing that I don't like. Um, Colorado is... Or, I guess Denver. There's more specifically Denver, but I think very much kind of permeates around uh denver is one of the worst cities in the entire nation for dating and the reason they were saying is because uh guys in denver and assumably all around colorado don't care and i know why because four different colorado cities were named the most handsome quotations cities in america that's bullshit Absolute bullshit. 
right? It's I just mean, because we also have the lowest obesity. No, rate, no, no, no. It? Well, that that is a part of it. Um, but here's the study they did. It was done by a male grooming website, groominglounge.com, uh, based the study on physical fitness, so the obese portion, money spent on personal care products, money spent on personal care services, amount spent on apparel by men, and amount spent on shaving products. So that's telling you if you spend a lot of money and work out, that makes you beautiful. It does not, though. It 100% does a not. A good haircut does a lot. Like, look at uh, Hayward. for He was on the Utah Jazz for a while. Um, he, coming out of college, was, you can look him up on your computer, was not a very, like, he, like if you look at pictures of him, was not a very good-looking dude. He gets a nice haircut. All of a sudden, he's one of the sexiest bands, men in the NBA. He's a good-looking cow for a good haircut. Doesn't work for everyone, though, because if you aren't fat and you spend 50 bucks on getting your hair permed or whatever, still look like a truck, still uh, look like a 1980 Chevy uh, Silverado. So it doesn't make sense. So these guys that are being told, oh, we're the most, we're the most handsome, one of the most handsome city in the entire nation. I don't need a, I'm going to hold out for a dime. I'm Because we do have beautiful women. We have gorgeous <laughs> women in Colorado. Absolute dimes. Like, maybe not on the level of uh, California, but we got some good-looking gals. But these guys who look like trucks think they're good-looking also and then hold out and then no one gets anything done. Because we have a bunch of fours who buy the hair products of nines thinking they're sixes, trying it at eight tens, and it just doesn't work out. And it's infuriating. I mean, we're not Ryan Gosling types. I don't think we look like trucks. You could probably use a little hair product yourself. No, nah, I don't spend money on that bullshit. You should at least comb it. Nah, it's at least good to comb it. I'm home. <laughs> I am at home right now. We are home. Do I need to look nice in my own house? When we get video cameras for this, maybe. Nah, they're going to see the real me. <laughs> they're going to see me for who I am. I'm ungroomed I, okay. about a good 95%. That's of my fair. Life. I'm in sweatpants right now, so I can't talk too much. And yes, yeah, you still got product in your hair. I had work today. Gotta look nice. <laughs> but, See, I thought you're gonna go the other direction with that. I thought you're gonna say, "Oh, we're getting told we're handsome, so we're just becoming a bunch of pricks." We are a bunch of pricks. That does. Like I that thought that was about to be. It, is it's like, oh, here's all these guys here. Oh, and you're all handsome because you buy our hair products, which is a bullshit lie. So everyone's going around with a boosted ego and just saying like, "Oh yeah, fuck y'all. I'm the best there ever is, ever will be." I have a. I use a hair dryer in my hair, so I should. I'm the best there is. So. I have a hair dryer. It's called I just kind of let it sit and just let the air around dry it out. It's a hair dry. It's a hair dry. It's an air dry. So that's another thing I'm not a big fan of Colorado dudes specifically for. And then the guys that aren't putting all that product in their hair are making home lash in their toilets at home. Or just tossing it. I mean, the best part is when I see someone with their hair kept up in like a man bun stuff and they're like, oh yeah, I use product. And it's like, so you're just... You're using product to make your hair look nice, and then you're tossing your hair in something that's going to make it not look nice. At least it's not dreads. Okay. Here's the thing about dreads. <laughs> oh, here we go. Some people cannot pull it off, and there's a lot of people in college and high school who really think they can, and just push that move way too hard. It's Dreads is a, a tough look because there's it's, a, by definition, dirty hair. <laughs> it's... Dirty, like grimy hair, and like maybe if you sing, like what's uh reggae music, you're fine. But if you have a nine to five at like Walmart, don't have dreads. 
Don't have you a have someone checking you out at Walmart and you're just kind of sub staring at the hair? Is that what happened to you? Are you traumatized by this experience? Because she had a cute face. She really did. Really <laughs> cute face. Then she had dreads, and I'm like, I don't want to be like spooning with a girl with dreads. Like, it's all good until you get all that rat nasty rat nest, nest right into your face. Not a big dread guy over here. I want to say, we've been talking a lot of negative, a lot of dislikes in Colorado. But no matter how many dislikes we ever state, I feel like that can never replace the love we have for this state. Oh, it's fantastic. It's one of the best. I It's hard for me to go anywhere else just because I do love this area. We, we're hard on Colorado because we love it and we know it can be better. <laughs> we're not mad. We're just disappointed that people are ruining it for See, us. See, I've never heard about the dating thing yeah. or the handsome dude thing because that's also just not an issue for me because I just... I'm one of them who don't care. Not to the extent you gave them. I'm just not really that kind of for any of that kind of lifestyle. That we I do not better. use product. I don't date. I just kind of exist in a happy little bubble of my own. Except here's one thing I must say I do love about Colorado. A lot of nice people. A lot of nice people. Dating sucks here. I've just heard... in general too, by by the way, buddy. You're you're on the right side of history, you're not dating too much. <laughs> Except it's one thing about Colorado is you meet some amazing people. Like, there's some of the most intimidating-looking individuals you will ever see. And uh, let me tell you, they're some of the nicest people I've also ever talked to. Absolutely. We're not quite Canada. Not quite Canada nice. We're a lot better than California. We're not Canada nice, but we are Canadian nice, you know? We are, I feel like we'd get along if there were, like, a little piece of... If we were a border state, we'd get along. If we had a bunch of Canadian immigrants just, like, move in, like, a large city... Just Canadians. I feel like they'd really. Why would like there it be here. a ton of Canadian? I mean, uh, immigrants. So because guess what? They have it good up there. They got it good. I mean, I would be cool and get some like poutine down here. Some poutine places in Fort Collins. That's what we need to do. Is we used to make Colorado the home of American Canadian food. I mean, that's Minnesota though. Yeah, Atlanta, I feel like 10, we, can, I think we can pull it we, off. We can take it from them. We can pull it off. What are they gonna do? Row over here? <laughs> Come on. Come on. Well, I think we've reached that portion of the show where. Uh, we go back and kind of circle back again to Colorado. This is our can of worms. Enjoy the simple things in life, like a nice cold beer. Here is our weekly beer review. And uh, this week, um, we were back home for Christmas, um, and we were very generously gifted a variety pack of Bonfire Brewery, as no, as uh, spoke about last week. Um so we would want to try different breweries, but because it was free, the best beer is free beer. Um, the second best beer is cold beer. So Best of both right here. Best of both right here. So this week from Bonfire Brewery out of Eagle, Colorado, we have the Firestarter Indian Pale Ale, IPA, if you didn't know. Nice little acronym there for you for the old knowledge bank. Uh, 6.6% alcohol by volume. Uh, once again, native to Eagle, Colorado. Um, if you're ever over there, stop by the place. It's awesome. Uh, still trying to get them to... <laughs> bring us up. Bring if you up. went there because of us, bring us up. Have them listen. Maybe we'll get sponsored. Maybe we'll get free beer. If we get free beer out of the people, we're people podcast, I think. We're the Colorado people. <laughs> if we, I mean, I'm game. So Send us your um, favorite beer. We'll so, try it out for you. You know the rules. Uh, try it. We'll give it a nice little scale. One to ten man buns on how much we like it. So, a little quick sip there. Nice little sippity sip. 
It's definitely an IPA. Yeah, that's aggressive. <laughs> it's aggressive, but it's not like overly aggressive. Like it has a nice Explain taste. Explain that. So with IPAs, they're by definition like bitter. Like they're supposed to be bitter. They have a lot more, I believe, hops. I think we're not beer experts. We've no, are, that's not that what clear. we're here for. We're not here for. We're here to drink beer. We're here to drink beer, but it's not like it's not an overpowering. But like you can have this, probably by a fire. <clears throat> Bring well, any like beer a, you can have by a fire. Any beer you can have. Like this is something that like you're not trying to choke down because you spent eighteen dollars on a six pack. It's something you would definitely prefer at a beer tasting over something more. Yeah. Um. I mean, <clears throat> as far as IPAs go, it's actually one of my favorites. Um, good flavor, nice. There's a very light texture. As you can see, it was <laughs> clearly aged in a very well container. I don't understand the process, but I will act as if I do into this microphone here. It's just not my, like, go-to if I'm having, you know, a beer after dinner. or Like, it's not going to be that go-to. So, for me, I'll, I would give it probably five and a half man buds out of ten. I go lower. I go about a four. I'm not a big one for... Strong beer that you have to drink slow to enjoy. That's true. I, it's I, not I a like chugging beer. beer. This is I not like a chugging beer. I like beer you can enjoy at any pace you enjoy. And this one just restricts you from enjoying the fast-paced drinkers around. They just would not enjoy But that's it. all right, because so, you don't need to chug every beer. You See, don't need to. There's not people who only chug beer. There's some people who just drink fast everything. I'm one of those. You put a glass of any liquor in front of me, I prefer to drink that fast or I forget about it and it just never gets finished. And just with this one, I feel like people are in the same boat as me. It's just a bit more difficult. Absolutely. But, you know, we do this every time, now twice. May have gotten an average of 4.75. That's not average out here. We'll just stick with our two scores. <laughs> so 5.5 by me, 4 by Justin. But uh, guess what? Beer is beer. Beer is beer, 10 out of 10. 100%. Beer is beer. Well, we're... Uh, just about rounding off the episode. Going to try and keep it a little shorter than last week. We rambled on. Um, but we'll try and keep bringing these two going into 2020. I mean, again, like I said at the beginning of the episode, after that strong showing, two episodes in, I think we're uh, yeah, in the running, I think, for podcast of the decade. for Definitely best podcast in this household. I'll yeah. You know. oh, one out of one. One out of one still one. That's a W, boys. That's a W. That's a W. We take W's. Eating W's. Jameis Winston, 30 for 30. All right, right, right. <laughs> I don't understand that reference at all, but you do. You, you never, well, I'll have to show you. Jameis Winston, one of the greatest NFL quarterbacks. Well, that is it from JMO and JMO, Justin and Jacob. Follow us on uh, Instagram at Colorado underscore JMO. It's my personal, but also going to be the new company one. Uh, we're getting a Twitter, a tweeter started. Um, I don't know how to tweet. Good so old tweeter burn. We're going to try the Tweeterverse together. We're in this together. Uh, we're community. We're family here in Colorado. So I'm going to do my best. Follow the Twitter at Colorado Can. I think that's it. Uh, I think it's just Colorado. We'll, it will be Colorado Can soon. No, I, I have it. Um, I just don't remember the exact name of it because I'm really bad at Twitter. Colo Twitter. Colorado <laughs> underscore Can or at Can underscore Colorado. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So can, we have, I like that. I'm following seven people. Zero followers. Hell yeah. So be the first. Do you want to be the first Twitter follower of can underscore Colorado? Do it. Um, I'll start tweeting probably this week. So um, thank you from both of us. Happy to be here. Outro music. That's right. We got music.